Hello, brothers and sisters. Glad to be with you on this Friday. We're talking about the prayer habit. Father, the entrance of thy words give it light. Father, you give it understanding unto the simple. So, Father, let your words, Lord, enter into the hearts of the listeners, Father, and cause them, the Lord, to have the intellect, Lord, and the spiritual wisdom, Lord, to pray, Lord, your words over their own self, Lord, over their situations, Lord, over their families, Father. Move upon them, Lord, with your strong anointing, Lord, and let the spirit of prayer fall upon them, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you know some of you all are going to save people, people's marriages or your own marriage because of your prayer? Let's suppose you got a spouse that's an alcoholic, right? That'll work. Now, what I'm finna say will work if they're alcoholic. It'll work if they're an adulterer. It'll work if they're a drug addict. What you do is you take that scripture out of Corinthians where, where it says the unbelieving spouse is sanctified by the one that believes, right? Now, this is coming to me suddenly by revelation. I, I didn't intend to go here. So, this is a specific word for somebody. It says, see, I don't even have it pulled up. I think it's in the seventh chapter of First uh, Corinthians. So you have to do a little research, but this, this is coming to me by revelation of the spirit. You will take that verse where it says, the unbelieving spouse is sanctified by the spouse that believe. And you would say, you will pray this in the morning when you wake up. You'll pray it at noon when you go to lunch. You'll pray it at night. You, you could pray it more than that. You could say, I decree, I, I say in the name of Jesus Christ, it is written that, the, that my unbelieving wife or my unbelieving husband is sanctified because I believe. And I decree that they are free. They are free from the spirit of adultery. They are free from the spirit of alcoholism. They are free from the powers of addiction. They are free from whatever is hindering them in the name of the Lord Jesus. And you pray that prayer, you be like a pit bull. You don't let, let off of it until they fully deliver. Even when they get delivered, you, 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 you start, keep on praying them into the church. You just keep on praying until they well stabilize. Now, you're gonna, when they get stable, you're still going to pray for them, but you don't have to be as intense. How many understand that? That's your answer. That's how you're going to get the victory. And you will get the victory. Faith is the substance of things hoped for or the thing positive imagined. See, it's not, it's not manifest, but it's in your imagination. It's the evidence of things not seen. See, your faith is going to bring it into being. Your faith, your prayers are going to make it happen. With God, all things are possible. See, if it was possible by you, you wouldn't need to pray. But your prayers is going to make this thing come to pass. I know you feel that anointing. Your prayers are going to make this thing come to pass. You will bring it to pass. You will deliver them. You will help them and they're going to love you in eternity for what you did by simply praying. Simply praying. I remember one time a young lady was getting bullied at school. And I told her, I said, well, tell me the, the name of the bully. And when she told me the name of the bully, I said, the first thing we got to do is forgive them. You always have to do that first because they be mad at the bully. 
So once I led her, I, I said, well, what's the bully name? Lord, we choose to forgive. Then we call the name out. And then, Lord, we bless them, Lord, with the spirit of love. See, the Bible says bless your enemies. But what are we going to bless them with? We're going to bless them with the spirit of love. We're going to say, we're going to say, Lord, well, Satan has put hatred and bullying in their heart. Lord, we replace it, Lord, with love and compassion. And Lord, we pray that you will show them that when they pick on me, how it makes me feel. Let them feel that, Father, so they'll understand in the name of Jesus Christ. So I led that young lady in this prayer, right? And then uh, I prayed for the bully myself every day while I was at work. And I started praying that prayer myself and praying for the bully. And the young lady told me after about two weeks, she said that bully came to us. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. I'm sorry for what I was doing. <laughs> you know what they couldn't take? They couldn't take that spirit, the spirit of God, bringing that conviction on them because of my prayers. And see, God is willing to do the same thing for you if you will pray. But see, a lot of times people like to handle it in the natural. They teach their kids to go get a, a gun or, or go get a steel pipe or a brick. They hit the bully upside the head. But see, that's going to make the bully even more angry. It, see, what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring people into the kingdom. We don't want them to be that way. They're, they're that way because they've probably been bullied by their parents. Do you know some of you parents are your children's first bully? So, you know, that these are the things that we pray about. These, these are the ways we pray. This is how you put the word to practice, to make a difference. See, you should pray over your city. You sh See, I'm praying over the city, and if you're praying over the city, do you know we can make Mobile, Alabama, wherever city you are, the safest city? At least you could do it for your neighborhood. You never know what God want to use you to do until you start doing it. God loves when he see people really believing and praying and decreeing. Hallelujah. There would be no drug selling or drug addictions in my neighborhood in the name of Jesus Christ. Only the peace of God. There would be no reveling. There would be no murders, no rapes. There would be no divorces. There would be peace in the homes in my neighborhood. This would be the safest neighborhood in the city. I bind all witchcraft. I bind all violence. I bind all evil. And I drive it away from my neighborhood in the name of Jesus Christ. That's all you got to pray. If everybody did that, Satan wouldn't have a place to go. But he goes where there's a void. Lord, let the angels come in and camp around this neighborhood. Lord, let your glory come to this neighborhood. Let your peace come to this neighborhood. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done on earth where I am as it is in heaven. He's going to come where you are. You can't pray for the whole world. You got you to gotta start where you are. What I look like praying for Pakistan and my neighborhood is full of murder. If I, get, if I can get my neighborhood free of murder and violence, I might have the authority to get, get it in Pakistan. But I, I done heard people say, I pray for the whole world. Man, how you pray for the whole world and you ain't got your home straight? See, let, let, let's practice on something small first. See, you need to be able to kill an ant before you can kill a deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just giving you spiritual wisdom. Let's go to James 5. And at verse 13, it says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? 
Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Now, how many believe that this worked? Now, let me show you something. I've seen it work a lot of times, and I've also seen where it didn't work. I want to give you some, some insight of why sometimes things don't work. Let's say the person say, well, okay, you can call them. I'll let them come over. You see that attitude behind it? See that attitude behind it? That's not an attitude of faith. Then they come over and know them with all, yeah, man, go on, pray. See, they really don't want you there sometimes. They just going through the motions. You know, one time, me, me, me and one of my brothers, you know, I don't have any natural brothers. So when I say brothers, I don't have any natural sisters. So when I say brothers and sisters, I'm talking about in Christ. We went and prayed for a guy. He had stage four or five, whatever the, the last stage, that's what he had. We prayed that by the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ, he healed, laid hands on him. Before we left, he was feeling better, right? Well, we, me and this brother, we always keep praying. After we didn't pray, we keep praying. Two weeks had passed. He was still living. He supposed to die. Supposed to die that day or the next day, any day. But two weeks later, he was still dying. So I went over there to check on him and stuff. I was checking on him periodically. I heard him say this, what taking so long? Then I remember when I first asked him what he wanted the Lord to do, he said that I died with pride. I tried to change his mind, but it's, I evidently wasn't successful. Brothers and sisters, you have to get people in line with the word. But when he said he wanted to die, I had to release him. But if you get in line with the word, all things are possible. A lot to say, I'm out of time. Be blessed.